Let me ask you a question. How important is it to choose the right accommodation for you? For me, it's one of the most important decisions to make when planning a trip because I would need a place I feel comfortable with, especially after walking around a lot during the day. We would want to find a place to stay in a good location so that we can travel around places easily and efficiently, right? Also, accommodation is a great place to get to know the local culture and to communicate with Japanese people. So, staying at authentic Japanese accommodation itself will be a fantastic cultural experience, in my opinion. So, what are authentic Japanese accommodations like? What unique choices do Japan offer in regards to accommodations? In this episode, I'd like to address these questions and introduce four authentic accommodation choices in Japan that are popular among locals. If you are thinking of staying at capsule hotels because you want to try some sort of Japanese experience, or if you are thinking about staying at hostels because you want to find somewhere affordable, you'll know Japan offers many more options to choose from. And if you want to find a truly authentic Japanese accommodation, you definitely want to listen to this episode. So stick around! You are listening to Japan Experts, the podcast that helps you make your trip to Japan a truly unique and immersive experience. I'm your host, Miyuki Seguchi. I moved overseas to study at age of 18. Since then, I've gained immersive travel experiences in a few dozen countries and realized Japan is a country I should be proud of. And so I learned all things about Japan and became a licensed guide. Now, I'm here to help travelers like you to plan and prepare for a trip to Japan. Whether you are traveling solo or you don't speak Japanese, I've got you covered. All you need is a bit of courage to immerse yourself in Japan. I'll give you all the knowledge you need to plan your trip, travel confidently and interact with Japanese people so that you are totally excited and encouraged to make a trip to Japan. So, let's get stuck in. Here are the four types of authentic Japanese accommodations I'd recommend. The first type of accommodation I'd like to introduce is business hotels. As the name suggests, Japan's so-called business hotels were originally developed for Japanese business people who traveled around different parts of Japan. So, business hotels are located in cities where companies and offices are situated or near stations. Business hotels are affordable because they keep costs down by providing only essential services. For example, some hotels introduce a self-check-in and check-out system, while others don't provide amenities in their rooms. So what happens is that you have to get whatever amenities you need at the reception areas and bring these by yourself to your room. In addition to business travelers, business hotels are attracting leisure travelers too. And some of the business hotels are providing extra services such as complimentary breakfast and public bus using onsen hot spring. Yes, 
It's possible to try onsen hot spring baths at business hotels, especially if it's located near onsen towns. Some of them even have different types of bus tubs, like a jet bus and outdoor bus. Rooms for business hotels are rather small, and so is the bathroom. So many locals would use a public bus to stretch their legs and get a bit of different experience than simply taking a shower in their room. For instance, some hotels provide the latest hairstyling tools and skincare products in the public bus area. Others might have complimentary drinks or dessert like ice cream. And rooms for business hotels that are recently built are very functional, and so you may not be bothered too much by the size of the room. Staying at business hotels is a kind of experience that you can only experience in Japan, so you may want to try that, especially if you are staying in cities. I had both great and not so great experiences with business hotels, so if you want to try business hotels, I'd recommend doing some good research before making a reservation. The next type of accommodation I'd like to introduce is ryokan. You may have heard of the Japanese term ryokan. It's a traditional inn with an onsen. Onsen refers to a public bathing facility using natural hot spring water, which is great for your health. I personally love onsens. It has so many benefits. In addition to the health benefits, it makes your skin soft and smooth, and it gives a great relaxation effect, especially if you can enjoy natural landscapes in outdoor bus. Just so you know, Japan has the biggest number of onsen hot springs in the world, and onsen places are all across Japan. A good onsen ryokan usually has an outdoor bus called Rotenburo, as well as the inside bus. Some onsen ryokan have a private bus, and so you can book such facilities if you are not comfortable with the concept of the public bus. The other feature for onsen ryokan is that they usually have two meals included in your accommodation fee. In the evening, what you'll get is a kaiseki course meal with multiple small dishes ranging from sashimi to grilled to steamed food plus a bowl of soup, rice, and pickled vegetables. These small dishes will be served one by one, and so you can take time to appreciate a beautifully presented food and the taste of each dish. A variety of seasonal and regional ingredients are used in the kaiseki cuisine, so their menu changes depending on the times of the year. Also, the menu is structured in a way that you'll have a healthy and balanced meal by having all the small dishes. In the morning, you'll have a Japanese-style breakfast, which consists of small plates of food, such as grilled fish, a small hot pot, eggs, and seaweed, as well as a bowl of rice, miso soup, and pickled vegetables. So, you'll get to experience Japanese full-course meals both in the morning and evening, which is a great advantage of staying at ryokan. For high-end ryokan, their facilities are like art museums. You'll find flower arranging in the lobby, have a welcome Japanese tea served when arriving, and get to experience a theatrical performance at night. 
For most cases, you'll be staying in a tatami floored room with futon bedding. You'll be served by a dedicated hostess, and she will be preparing your bedding while you are having a dinner. Nowadays, some ryokan have rooms with a western-style bed too, so you can choose the option if you are more comfortable with western-style bed. Onsen ryokan are usually situated away from big cities because they are located close to the source of onsen hot springs. One thing to note for onsen ryokan is that, typically speaking, the price for one person is set based on double occupancy. So, if you are traveling on your own, choices for onsen ryokan may not be as large as the ones that are available for double occupancy. But there are ryokan that accept single occupancy or staying on your own. So, I'd definitely recommend staying at ryokan for anyone who'd like to try an authentic experience. The third type of accommodation that I'd like to introduce is Japanese guest house called Minshuku. This type of accommodation is often operated by a family who lives inside the same house or the next door building. Two meals are usually included as part of the packaged fee. Compared to kaiseki cuisine at ryokan, you'll have homemade dishes using vegetables from the home garden or other ingredients produced in the region. Minshuku are usually found in a rural area, so you'd have a chance to try fresh edible wild plants, especially in the springtime, which is a unique local experience in the countryside. Bathrooms and toilets need to be shared, and amenities are minimal. What's often expected is a toothbrush, bath towels, and cotton kimono that can be used as room wear as well as pajamas. Again, each room will be tatami flooring, and you'll have futon bedding to sleep on. Compared to customer service-focused ryokan, You'd find Minshuku a hobby place as many Japanese would describe it as a grandma's house in the countryside. The other option for authentic Japanese accommodation is temple lodging called Shukubo. Shukubo is accommodation located within the temple grounds, so you can get to experience a religious ceremony at the Buddhist altar in the early morning, which is a precious opportunity that only guests who stay at Shukubo can participate in. Two meals are usually included in the packaged fee, and oftentimes these meals are the so-called shojin ryori cuisine, which is cooked using only vegetables and soybean-based products. At some temples, monks will be taking care of your meals and futon bedding. At other places, you'd be served by the wife of the chief priest, Shukubo were originally constructed as lodging for monks who stayed for religious training, so they are located in sacred mountains or they function as a training center in some cases. Nowadays, there are shukubo that are constructed for leisure travelers, so some are providing very good customer service like ryokan utu. But usually, the amenities are minimal and the prices affordable. Even though you are staying at the temples, there is flexibility too. 
If you don't feel like getting up early for a morning service, you don't have to. It's up to you to join the morning service or not. But people usually choose to stay at temple lodging because of the morning service called otsutome or oasaji. And as I mentioned earlier, it's a rare opportunity, so I'd highly recommend trying this out. It depends on the places, but what happens is that you'd get a chance to see monks chanting sutras and to hear some of the Buddhist teachings directly from the chief monk. So, to recap, here are the four types of accommodations in Japan that I'd recommend. For those who'd like to try authentic Japanese experience. Number one, business hotels. Number two, onsen ryokens. Number three, minshuku. Number four, shukubo. If you want to know more about how to choose the right type of accommodations, I invite you to grab the complete Japan travel guide, the seven steps to creating your unique immersive experience. In this free guide, you'll get to know the seven essential steps you need to take in gaining authentic experiences in Japan. One of the most important decisions in planning a trip to Japan is choosing the right accommodation, and I'm sharing what you want to take into account when deciding on authentic Japanese accommodation and what you want to know before staying at these places inside this guide. This step by step guide will be your ultimate roadmap that will help you create your unique Japan travel experience. What's more, this guide will give you practical tips that will save your time in making decisions and a simple exercise that will make it easier for you to start planning your trip to Japan. So, if you want to minimize the risk of being surrounded by crowds of tourists everywhere you go, I highly recommend making your original travel itinerary using this free guide. So, grab this complete Japan travel guide at miyukiseguchi.com forward slash travel guide. That's M I Y U K I S E G U C H I dot com forward slash travel guide. The link is also in the show notes. I also host a private free Facebook group. The Japan Expats Community for Travelers. That's where you can meet and connect with more than 260 like minded travelers, including locals and Japan specialists, so that you can exchange your travel ideas and seek the support you need to plan your trip to Japan. To join the Japan Expats Community, simply search for the Japan Expats Community on Facebook and send a request to join the group. The direct link is also in the show notes if that's easier for you. That's it for today's episode. You are listening to the Japan Experts Podcast, hosted by Miyuki Seguchi. As always, if you have any comments or questions, feel free to message me on Instagram at japan.experts. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to having you again soon. Until next time!